Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We have been discussing Chapter 7, Gnana Vignana Yoga, Yoga of Knowledge and Wisdom. So as we have discussed, in Chapter 6 we have learned how to meditate. In the Chapter 7 is teaching us what to meditate upon. In Chapter 6 we have learned how to identify with the Supreme Self and ditch yourself from the limited self that I consider myself. In chapter 7, Bhagavan is giving us the indications of how to think about the Supreme Being. We have seen his lower and higher nature, higher prakritis. So the lower nature is what I can see, perceive, think in this world, in the lower prakritis. So Bhagavan is saying, he is all-pervading and anything which I see, I should see his presence in it. Anything which I consider not conducive or conducive is still manifestation of the same underlying reality. That this Prakriti has three gunas, Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. You see, whatever, whichever it is, whatever there is which is Sattvic, Rajasic or Tamasic, Consider that all come from me, the Supreme Reality. It is actually my mind which divides this world into three different categories. The world which I see as Sattvic, the world which I see as Rajasic, the world which I see as Tamasic. That makes me think about positive emotions where I feel happy. I feel that's a Sattvic world. The world which makes me agitated, I consider that world is Rajasic. The world which confuses me is the world is tamasic for me. But once in no matter what world you are identifying with, that is your world and you are in the center of it, but consider that comes from me. All sense objects in this world, whether they give you sattvic experience, rajasic experience or tamasic experience, they all come from me, but I am not in them, they are in me. In other words, there is no, no indication of supreme reality in them. I cannot find its presence in those sense objects. But know that all sense objects are in me. In other words, without that supreme reality, without my consciousness, I will not be able to detect any of those sense objects. Therefore, all the sense objects in this world are actually in my consciousness. So one thing, consider that they are all present because of my presence as your own consciousness. Then Bhagavan explains why we cannot see that because all people, all beings in this world are confused by this Maya, my divine Maya. As we have discussed, Maya is that which is not but appears to be that. The world of sense objects 
are actually created by my own mind. The impression I have of the world of sense objects is actually my impression only. I will never know what the reality is. When I look up into the sky, I see stars and, and moon and sun. What I see is my world. What I see, the impression that I see is the representation of this world in my mind. I will never know what the reality is. So Bhagavan said, consider all that to be me, but you will never be able to cross this illusion that you have created about your world. Mayaya aprudgnanaha. This knowledge about this underlying reality is lost to me because I am under the spell of this Maya. I do not see this unity in diversity of the sense objects around me because I consider myself to the island by myself. I am so unique that I am different than this world. This notion about my uniqueness creates this duality about I and the world because that's the my illusion, that's the Maya's illusion. And knowing fully well through my intellectual appreciation that my body, my mind, my intellect are part of this prakriti, this body is nothing but the food modified. But I never see my body as food modified. I always see my body as something very unique. Bhagavan says that's the confusion created by Maya. Trivi gunamaya bhavaihi ebhi sarvam idam jagat mohitam. The entire jagat, all beings are confused by this three guna. But those who have some inkling about this underlying reality, they will pursue that reality. That's bhajanti maam. That's basically, I'm worshipping, I'm trying to find out and identify with the Supreme Self. I have inkling that there is something higher than me. And that I'm pursuing. So Bhagwan now tells us, which type of a person will try to identify with that Supreme Self? In last verse which we discuss, he said, who will not be aware of the existence of something greater than his own self? He said, namam duskrutino mudaha prapadyanti nar adamaha mayaya aprudgnana asuram bhavam asritaha. Those who are under the complete spell of maya, they will only identify with this ignorance that they have. The ignorance that I am by myself and the world is a complete different entity. Duskrutina muda, the people who are not yet evolved to a point to identify themselves with something higher than their limited self, is that they will not be able to understand this and therefore they will take refuge in their own ignorance. In their own ignorance that I am who I am, the world is out there to get me. In contrast to that, Bhagavan said, there are people who have evolved from the stage of identifying with this limited self and have recognized that there is an underlying unity. In all sense objects which I see, they are strung into the same reality. Obviously, physics tells us the same thing, that in this world there is one underlying energy. And in this world, nothing is lost. No matter what 
incident or which phenomenon is happening. We know that energy in this world remains constant. If you take a gallon of water and boil it to a point which all evaporates, that does not mean that the water is lost. The same amount of energy which was in the water, the mass, is now converted into something else. When you add, add all that up, it will become exactly the same amount. That's what we learned in high school physics. The Bhagavan said that in this world there is nothing is really lost or gained. It just changes appearances. And those who have come to the realization that there is an underlying reality, they will pursue identification with that reality. And those people who have said that Chatur Vidha Bhajante Maam Janaha Sukrutino Arjunaha. Contrast with the last verse, Duskrutinaha. People are wrongdoers. Wrongdoers in a sense, they are acting in this world with the wrong notion that their own self is the only reality. Like that Charvak Darshan, Basmi Bhutasya Dehastya, Punaragaman Kutaha. When this body is burnt, there is no coming back. So this life is the only life and enjoy as best as you can, no matter what you have to do. Runam Kutva Gritam Pibet. Those are Duskritina because they have a very narrow view about who they are. And therefore their actions are also driven by that paradigm. That paradigm that I am by myself and have to make the most out of this life. Bhagavan calls them Mayaya Aprudgnana. Their knowledge about their self and the connection with the higher self is lost because of confusion created by Maya. Chaturvidha Bhajante Maam Janaha Sukrutina Arjunaha. Contrast to the people who are good doers. The people who are of good deeds, they pursue me. They try to identify with me in four different ways. Or you can say the four different types of people who identify with me. Now this can be a one person in a four different states of pursuing the Supreme Reality. Artaha, Jignasuhu, Artharthi, Gnanicha, Bharatarshapa. Oh, sign of Bharat clan, they are of four types. One is Artaha, with the one who is in distress and looking for help. But there is a slight distinction people have made in understanding this verse. Bhagwan has called them Sukrutinaha. Also, in the next two verses, he will attach the word Udara to them. They are all noble. The noble people who are trying to understand why things are the way they are in this world. So we have seen that people who are working for themselves, all actions are binding to them. Any action which is binding to me is duskritya, that's wrong action. Any action which is liberating me is, is sukrutya. So in last words, people who are wrongdoers, all their actions were binding. No matter what, they get more and more deeper into this bondage of their egos. In contrast to these people are Sukrutina. All their actions are towards liberation from their identification. So this Ashtaha may not be an average person who is in distress and seeking Bhagwan's help. 
I am in trouble and help me. I have back pain, please help me. He is trying to say why there is distress in this world. Why people are suffering in this world. And he is seeking Lord's help, guidance, how to alleviate people from their suffering. So during pandemic time, a person may be very safe in his house and he is in a location where he is not going to get infected. But just watching people suffering in the world, he may think, oh Lord, why are you not removing all this suffering from this world and help people who are suffering from this pandemic? Bhagavan said, that's the artha. There is one bhakta who is pursuing me, is disturbed by the distress, seeking understanding. The next one is Jignasu. The Jignasu, he wants to know how this world works. Why there is suffering in this world? It may be at my own personal level that when I am in distress, I am trying to find out why there is sorrow in my life. What is it that I am not doing right? which makes me sorrowful. But at a greater level, the Bhakta is trying to understand why there is sorrow, why people are suffering in this world. He's trying to find the answer. Bhagavan Buddha, he was not upset about his own situation. He was well protected in the palace. But he saw the suffering outside. He said, I need to find the cause for this suffering. Bhagavan said, that's a jignasa. Then third one, Bhagavan said, Artharthi, one who is seeking wealth. So we all fall into that category. We do Lakshmi Puja on Diwali day because I want to make sure the next year will be as good or better than the last year. But this Artha is not just for me, but these people are seeking wealth so that they can help others. So these are Artharthi. They want to create wealth for the betterment of the society so that the Sorrows can be eliminated from the society. And the last one is the Gnani, who has truly understood the relationship between his limited self and the greater self. Because he understands the relationship between his limited self and the Supreme Self, Bhagwan in the next verse says that he is better, he is closer to me. Tesam Gnani Nityuktaha out of these four devotees, they are selfless workers. They have gone through first six chapters of Bhagavad Gita, have learned the art of Karma Yoga. They are working in this world outside for greater good. But still they have questions about why there is suffering where the suffering is coming from, what can I do to alleviate the suffering? Oh Lord, give enough so everyone can eat and nobody goes hungry. But the Gnani understands that his own limited self is none other than the Supreme Self. The Supreme Self and his own self are one and the same. They are connected with each other and they are only separated by the conditioning. Nitya Yukta constantly establishing the knowledge that no matter what I see outside, the self is pervading all throughout this world, whether people are suffering or people are enjoying, but it is the same reality which is expressing itself. Ek Bhakta Visesya is single-pointedly 
identified with that because there is nothing else that he can identify with. Once he has realized that myself is not different than the Supreme Self, there is nothing else in this Prakriti that he can identify with. He realizes that everything that is a representation in a time and space is temporary. Constant awareness that my limited self is not my real self, but my limited self is just a reflection of the Supreme Self. Priyohi Gnanino Ati Artham the I, the Supreme Self, is very dear to the Gnani. And we have learned that devotion is nothing but love for the Divine and love is nothing but identification. Once I have realized what my real self is, how can I not be? How can that not be dear to me? Each one of us loves his or herself. But once that identification goes to the Supreme Self, then that identification becomes my devotion, my love. And he is dear to me. Once again, with that identification, once I identify supreme, supreme identifies with me because now it is the one identity. And therefore, Bhagavan said, he is dear to me and I am dear to him. I identify with him as my own self. He identifies with me as his own self. And therefore, Bhagavan said, Udaraha Sarva Eve Ete. These are all noble people. They have understood the value of selfless activity to liberate themselves from this limitation and they are worshipping me in various ways. But Gnani Tu Atma Eva Mehmat. They are all noble people pursuing the path of detachment from this world of superficial representations and trying to find identification is something permanent. But Gnani to Atma Evachamimatam. Therefore Gnani is my own self. Asitahasahi Yuktatma Mameva Anuttamam Gatim. Because he is firmly established in me alone as the Supreme Goal, because he has completely identified with me. He does not have any other goal but me, the Supreme Self. I identify with him, he identifies with me. I consider him to be my own self and therefore I become Supreme Goal for that Gnana. And therefore he is very dear to me and I dear to him. We'll stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org. Thank you. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri